Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I was smooth. This is what I do. It's how I get down and how I handle business. But yo, I'm happy. Oh, wait a second. I'm happy to be here on another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. As y'all heard, I am Pat B. In the house, we have my homeboy, my main man, my road dog. Packed to the gills right now with milk and cookies that you brought. Who are you? I was talking about Animal on the side. <laughs> oh, well. I'm kidding. We were playing with, with uh, wrestling action figures, but of course I'm talking about Black Adam Willis. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, right? buddy. Getting good. Pound right there. And also, we do have a full cadre of, of cacophonous characters here. Mm. I'm looking across the table at actually an old, old friend of mine, Capital J, Capital A, Capital M. Capital, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I was on a roll, yo. I was waiting for you to give me the, the Chris Rock breakdown. Uh, AKA the Iron Lung. Hey, AKA the Italian Stallion. Yeah. I was waiting for one of those, man. Marla Gibbs. I'm talking, of course, to JM, the killer, thriller priest himself. What's happening, brother? Peace, peace. I'm glad to be here. Week four, man. Yeah, dude. I appreciate you putting in that work. No doubt, no doubt. All right. And also, we are not alone. We have some illustrious guests in the house we will get to in one second. But first, working hard, actively doing stuff. He's not on mic right now, so we'll introduce him later. But I'm talking about my homeboy, just Johnny. Yo. There goes the guy. And, of course, finally, the piece de resistance. I look across the table at these lovely faces, and naturally I introduce the one, the only Herb. Hey guys! <laughs> okay, all right, all right. From here on, I'll, I'll actually be serious. I promise. I'm talking, of course, of our guests in house tonight. We have Meth. What's up, poppin'? And we have Awen. Also known as Holy Crow. Also, Holy Crow herself. Nice. <laughs> I'd have you aboard in the Sweet house. Name. Yeah. By the way, you're saying you're going to be serious for this show. That's like the first time you've lied outright early in the show. Like straight up. Okay, you know that. They don't know that. Don't don't. Yes, like, they do. That's the thing. Yeah, they do. I uh, totally the, the won the pool. People believe right. every word I say, man. Ever since I was sworn in as president of Zimbabwe back yep. in 1682. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's one of those oh, Highlanders. Nah, man. I was cooling in those. Just the Mario Van Peebles Highlander guy. I met this dude, Johnny Appleseed. Said, Nah, man. You need to stop spreading those corn nuggets and start working on these here seeds. But those are weed seeds. I know. You don't, you, well, what's work. in these cookies, by the way? I can't stop eating these. I bought cookies for the house and we just having kind of a weird time. But yo, let's jump right into news because we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for y'all. As always, I'm going to jump right into it with this first news story, which I won't call wacky. I'll just say it's a little um, eyebrow-raising. Kevin Smith is developing Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, the writer-director revealed that he's working with MGM on a TV series based on the cult hit 1984 science fiction farce, Buckaroo Banzai. We don't normally cover stories like this, but this one I felt really needed to be uh, presented tonight because it's more of a, um, well, this thing may happen in the production is so-and-so and blah, yeah. But Kevin Smith is a dude who actually can get this done, and Buckaroo Banzai is a property that has that they've been trying to remake. Yeah, he can get it done, but probably not well. Time. But that's not to say that uh, Buckaroo Banzai was a particular, like, great property, you know what I mean? It wasn't. So it's I like, think, did I you enjoy it? Because was... this is, the, you know, it was like Peter Weller, a guy played Robocop. And with he was with like all this, his limbs. Yeah, yeah, like this inner stellar traveler i don't remember the exact plot it was so convoluted i can't really understand the it you plot know what of I mean? the movie was he's a scientist rock star detective right politician <laughs> and there's one more thing oh test pilot yeah i just remember uh, john lithgow in it john and the, 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 the argument over big booty versus big bootay mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Big Booty do this. Big Booty. It was like, it was an alien. It was two alien cultures. One of which represent the ultimate good. One of which represent the ultimate chaotic evil. And the chaotic evil was uh, where they were both vying over a weapon that was discovered when Buckaroo Banzai is taking part in the first test drive of a rocket car uh, that can tran- that can phase through matter. And yeah. he's driving it through a mountain. And through doing that, they discover a weapon that's been hidden on Earth by one alien culture from another alien culture. Yeah, super easy to follow stuff. Yeah, no, it, it all makes yeah. perfect sense. I yeah. don't understand why it wasn't developed into a children's book. <laughs> um, but what, what I'm getting at is, it looks like this is finally a, a, a way to get this actually made, where folks have been trying to remake Buckaroo Banzai because a sequel was promised years ago. And it's very rare that the ultimate combination of wacky, yeah. like Buckaroo Banzai, actually works out. And think about what I just said, okay? A scientist rock star detective testing pilots against aliens and it's like what the f- huh? what no what kind of drugs well, so you gotta be interested in what they're doing with it too is it gonna be like an, a continuing adventure story like Indiana well, Jones or is it gonna be like uh, like a sequel to the actual movie that you saw well the proper and, way to do it is up for debate dude because they've been trying to get this property this same uh, title off the ground for years and now this is the first time they're doing it as a TV show it's kind of like Wild Wild West they have carte blanche and what Smith has uh, supposedly said he's going to try to do is the first season is going to be basically a remake of the movie in TV form. Hmm. And then, the, depending on how well that does, a second season and beyond will uh, carry on the story. I mean, Kevin Smith, uh, when he does his cult classics, he does them well. Yeah. So for me, I have no, I have no clue on, 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 this, on this show at all, but I will tune in purely because it's Kevin Smith. Well, yeah. Have you seen Buckaroo Banzai? No. Have we all? Have, <laughs> as, have, as, okay, okay. I am behind the eight Holy, Holy Crow was representing. Uh, what about uh, Dunder Mifflin? Uh, I've never stayed awake <laughs> through the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. wow. So, to be fair, no. it's because I've been way too stoned. Fair well, enough. That's, that's not so, a plus. I mean, normally I would be right there with you. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, well sure, that's the case. Yeah, but Buckaroo Banzai is one of those bad classics where you have to just pick up. Like, even if you fall asleep through one half, you make sure at some point in life you watch the other half. I mean, I picked up, like, the important parts, like Robocop's in it, and he wears awesome suits. Yeah, it is the most 80s movie ever. I personally think Ben Affleck's going to be great in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad. She's probably right. You know what? Without a doubt, it'll probably be that entire crew from Clerks and Ball Rats and just all of his coke classes will be in there. I'm looking forward to see Sharon Doherty. That's what I'm looking forward to. It's going to be Ben Affleck, but it's going to be the dude from Casual Mail. He races cars in a very uncomfortable place. Yeah. <laughs> now, as long as you do Jason Mewes as the Jamaican alien in blackface, no, I'm, I think I'm he's cool. still in rehab. Sad, I'm man. The dark place. What do you mean, the truth, place? Man? This is like I know, but we're talking about Buckaroo Banzai. That movie, that movie had Jeff Goldblum as the cowboy. <laughs> it had uh, the most hardcore gangster Clancy Brown as he is the most badass guy. He is freaking Lex Luthor, man. Um, but not at the Kurgan, but as just this lovable detective who, you know, got shot, but still was a lovable detective. And even with the badass voice was loved by kids and women and people of all ages. And the whole crew was nuts. I- I'm not going to go too deeply into it. I- I've harped on it enough. All I'll say is it was actually directing a recent episode of Flash that got uh, Smith the exposure and MGM reached out to him. So this isn't like someone had a uh, an interest in, I got an idea for Buckaroo Banzai. This is, no, we want Mr. Smith, we want Kevin Smith to actually do it. So we'll see if it actually gets done. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai uh, across the fifth dimension, and then hopefully if the uh, first, dang it, season, that, that's what those things are called. If the first season does well, they'll do Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. That'll yeah. be part two. 
And that'll possibly be the sequel we've been waiting for for, dude, it's like, what, 30 years? We've, yeah, we've all been clamoring for that. Well, okay, maybe you haven't. <laughs> I myself am a man who appreciates bad sci-fi, and it doesn't get much worse slash better worse than Buckaroo Banzai. Who directed the original? Um, uh, uh, so Pat, did you direct it? Yeah. I think it was Pat. Right? I think it was too. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Undergrad project? I don't. Yeah. No, no, no. This is, this is, it was big, man. And now you're putting me on the spot because I'm, I'm just having a brain fart. Joe. I don't remember. That's cool. I'll it, look it, it up. It I've shamed myself. And no, thank you I legit just closed the Wikipedia window. Sorry, bro. Right, talk, 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 talk. <laughs> All right. So next news story. Um, <clears throat> CBS has decided not to pick up Drew. Uh, the new adult take on Nancy Drew because the pilot tested, quote unquote, dig this, too female. Too female for the uh, CBS schedule. Can yeah. you hear my my slow blinking um, internet? Because it's happening yeah. and it's really severe. Just the stone faces in the house of palpable. Ugh. And no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. I'm right there with you. Um, CBS ordered a pilot in February for a, a, a new take on Nancy Drew. And <laughs> new take on a female character, but it's too female. It's too female. <laughs> there's well, not enough. There's not enough males in Nancy Drew. Oh, well, I don't know. With Supergirl and with uh, with uh, Agent Carter, you know, uh, there's no room on television for women. Right. <laughs> what? At huh? least not since the '90s when Buffy reigned the TV. Oh, you airways. see what that, that was foreshadow, kids. <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh huh. Um, it's also like this is news right after like Shane Black. Uh, was talking about when he was directing Iron Man three that they changed the 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 bad guy in the film to a, a male because it was originally a female, but he had to change it because they wasn't going to sell enough toys if it was a female. Well, all the ways when they do this stuff, it's on some BS, man. Yeah, and it, 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 it it's hot garbage. Like our reasons, well, you know, it, the test wasn't properly. We didn't measure measure the 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 statistics and ratings and blood. It's like, no, okay, you all had an idea, you had a concept, and you reneged because some random. You know, 107 year old a hole wrote a letter that you all didn't like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop listening, and my grandkids aren't gonna listen, and not gonna get that wheel of fortune money. It's like, look, live in the now, okay? These things are working for people. Yeah, yo, I'm tired of this BS. It's like these shows are, have been proven to be good, have been proven to bring in new audiences. What was it? Uh, 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 Jessica Drew on um, on uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. is one of the Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah, Jones? Yeah, what Jones. did I say? You said Jessica Drew. Drew. Oh, my bad. My you bad. combine oh, it two. Well, that's yeah, that's cool. That's I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I did. And I was like, who is Jessica Drew? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a Marvel character. She Hulk, is it? No. <laughs> no, no. Jessica Drew was, um, uh, what do you call it? Was uh, one of the Spider Women. Yeah, uh, that's yep. right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, ah. Jessica Jones was a badass show, one of the most popular, highest uh, highest performing shows on Netflix. Not even a network show. Like, folks had to have Netflix to watch it. It still performed, it still did gangbusters. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a proven market for this. Absolutely. And they're doing stuff like, we're tested too female. Really, because 50% of the world's population is not your intended audience. Well, I just want to know who they tested it to. Exactly. I want to know what that means. Like, was she just, like, menstruating, like, the entire time? <laughs> like, like, that's literally the only thing I could think of. It's I like, am- oh, crap, I'm bleeding again. Again, can't solve any crimes. I like, figured, location. Get the blood cannon. Like, <laughs> I figured they just literally totally forgot about Veronica Mars, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we oh, actually did." Which was canceled recently. That's, well, they, that's they true. Back, okay, perfect example though. Veronica Mars was popular enough that it was brought back, fan supported with the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't tell me that. Well, I'm not saying. I'm not, okay, I'm not. I'm not personally attacked here. I'm getting a little too. But they can't say that, yeah, we can't appeal to just one one audience and such because it's not just one audience. For this to test two female and leave it ambiguous is almost insulting to everyone. You know, it's like we don't really have a proper reason for canceling this 
we just wanted to seem like we were trying to be edgy and progressive. I just kind of want to know, like, what With do they Nancy mean by Drew. adult Nancy Drew? Is it going to be like Nancy Drew SVU? Oh, well, she's like, like, <laughs> like, well, yeah. like, what does that shit even mean? Is it like, <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what I thought it was. Right? Yeah. Like, I, she moonlights as a stripper. I mean, I'd know, be into that, too. Or if, like, you know, her and mm-hmm. Velma open up, like, a Cagney Lacey-style detective agency and sexiness ensues. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was going to be, like, um, uh, what was that show? Remington Steel? Remington <laughs> Steel, yeah. 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 Nice. Was it was going to be Matlock. Relaunch of Better She She's not old enough is what it meant. Uh, Menopausal, that's why we want them. <laughs> All right, well, this, caused, this news caused an immediate uh, firestorm on Twitter after uh, some notice CBS also passed on a second season of Supergirl. Well, just, uh, sending that to the CW. Well, it's just like news that makes me think that is, is that really news? Are you sure? Are you sure that happened? It didn't test well. It tested too womanly. I just don't get it. I just well, don't well, feel like that's real. Well, the thing is, <laughs> exactly. you know I mean, I don't feel like they, they came back with too much woman in Nancy Drew. I just don't think that's something that was said and that actually happened. I'm just like, that a hard time believe it. To be fair, that might have been something that was said in the script. There's too much woman in that Nancy Drew. There's too much woman in that Nancy Drew. I mean, it just, it just reeks of garbage. I mean, it's, just, one of those yeah. th- it's just one of those like pseudo things that people, folk, folks here, when, when it comes out of somebody who's racist, would be like, you know, you're not, you don't fit our culture. It's like, bro, <laughs> come on. But I look around the room, there's nobody that looks like me in this room. So crystal clear, when you say I don't fit your culture, I know what you mean. You give me code language. So this whole, come on, it's, give it's, 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 it's a little too woman. Yeah, give what? Me that, what are you g- talking about, bro? Give me that voice, James. Give me that voice. You know, the black voice. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, just reeks of That's garbage. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm not going to tell you again. You're too well-spoken now. Blacker. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, I mean, no, it's garbage, it's, man. It's, it's it's just complete garbage. It gets to me, dude. But um, at the very least, the show is still being shopped around mm-hmm. uh, to other networks. So it's not complete dead in the water. It's just Netflix. ABS proven. Yeah, for real. Netflix. <laughs> then it'll be a real adult. I, 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 exactly. I, I, it's like Nancy, Nancy Drew with a topless scene and the bottomless scene for dudes. <laughs> uh, like every show. Um, but it's being shopped around, which also may mean that, like Supergirl, the series can find a home on a cable network, which I'm sure, hoping yeah. we'll also be able to you know, let it have some teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, follow up on the story and also chime in on Twitter just to let them know this is complete BS. Because CBS is, 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 is the, okay, the major networks pull this type of stuff. Oh, and yeah. unless there's like a Marvel tie-in behind it, mm-hmm. uh, they tend to like really get no respect. And I mean Marvel specifically because DC... Uh, really got got spit roasted with uh, what was it, Hellraiser, Hellblazer? Yeah, uh, John I love yeah. That. They made him not smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and not bisexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have John Constantine without a cigarette in his hand. That sounds like a good and idea. a cock in his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he needs those two things. Yeah, <laughs> to make it authentic. Right, Can't eat a that's, diner without that. That's in the sequel, John Constantine oral fixation. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Nancy Drew. (laughs) Scrambled cable boxes everywhere. All right. Next news story. Dig this now. This one, um, I'm I'm conflicted here. Because, oh, this also ties into a previous news story we ran a couple of weeks ago with the ESL, the Electronic Sports League, banning U-Porn's sponsored team because of their association with adult entertainment. Well, Capcom uh, Pro Tour is the latest to um, chime in on this. And Capcom is huge. See, I'm conflicted here because... Some points they make are good, and some points they make are still really suspect. The story is, Capcom Pro Tour rules updated to ban gambling, adult sponsorships, and address player behavior. Um, The sponsors involved in adult entertainment are being banned from participation, and originally any players... No, this this has been changed. Originally, any players on their team were instantly banned as well. 
Capcom has since retracted that particular clause, allowing players to continue to play as long as they disassociate with that sponsor. Now, there were several teams sponsored by adult entertainment sites, you know. Well, um, they got money. They got money. <laughs> this is how folks, I mean, yeah, gaming isn't money. cheap these days, a for real. Money, yeah. uh, this is how cats, uh, a lot of cats support themselves. Also, another thing that's been taken out is gambling of any form is now prohibited as well. well it's not and a slippery slope. You kind of, you know, like, once you start, like, tracking where the money comes from on anything, it gets yeah. a little foggy, you know? Well, that's one of the main <laughs> complaints people have here. It's like, well, you're you're really cracking down on teams that are sponsored by adult sites in the porn, but sites that are sponsored by, uh, by like, alcohol. Are, Gambling, are all that fine. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, uh, uh, you know re- uh, I was going to say Reality Kings. Um, DraftKings is just fine. Reality Kings, screw them. DraftKings are A-OK. You know, it, it's suspect. I mean, uh, a lot of it could probably be connected to uh, to the politicians, honestly, because the politicians eating off this, oh, um, yeah. all the kickbacks to the states and towns and so forth. So I could see it being this ridiculous leap of like, well, you know, you're getting money from you, from you porn, and you're getting money from you porn because they're going through this, they're going through this illegal gambling, supposedly illegal gambling, and you're kicking, you're pulling money off that. Yeah. Versus it's a little easier to take your getting money from Anheuser-Busch because they get money from Anheuser-Busch anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I hear you. It's garbage, but from a political lens, I can see why they're trying to be extra iffy of, like, I want zero tides to Reality Kings or anything like that. What well, are yeah. the other behavioral clauses? Oh, the other behavioral clauses like are... Like, don't harass women on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> um, they're taking a stance... Well, <laughs> not just, They're taking a stance against swearing, harassment, collusion, uh, and general content... This is where it gets a little dubious again. General content, quote unquote, Capcom deems inappropriate. This so being kind of set up as like judge and juror, like that. Like we don't like. Yeah, that. one of the biggest problems in online gaming has been just rampant racism, sexism, <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just like bullying. Like basically, like a like yeah. a comment stream, just like you can hear it. Pretty yeah. much. You know what I mean? It's like someone reading a YouTube clip <laughs> comment exactly. section. Exactly. Just <laughs> over your ears, like, ah! Yeah, you on, throw man. it you away. All people should know, never read the comments. I don't. I'm just saying that. I'm but that's what it is. is. I'm just yeah. talking about what people say about this show. Oh, well, <laughs> trust me, I stopped that a long time ago. Yeah. No, it's like, I'm, I'm for some of this, though. You know, if they're actually taking a stance on, okay, stop being, you know, uh, complete SOBs to your fellow players. That's, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I, for a long time, I've been saying, why didn't someone... With authorities step in to try to regulate some of this stuff. When you have, first of all, I've been I, I've stopped playing a lot of games because I'm tired of some twelve year old from like Denmark calling me and call me the N word repeatedly. Yeah. No Viet Cong ever called me. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Nice reference. Well, I'm real glad that Capcom's taking a moral stance since they've never produced anything with scantily clad women or violence. Wanton car destruction. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. that. I'm really happy with... that they are going to be like a moral leader in our country. Mm. <laughs> well, Look up to them. Maybe they're trying. Like, it's misguided on some old, <laughs> on some Ken Starr, Tip of Gore type stuff. Well, it's like an interesting like... thing. It's like, uh,. We don't want you to swear, but you know it's also don't masturbate and do all this. It's like you can't really have these yeah, weird, like play. archaic stances on things. I've you know mastered I mean? my one controller technique. I mean, I, 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 I can't go. I can't go back now. Um, <laughs> right? There's no like unmes- unmuscle memory for you anymore. You know? no. And he is it's just locked. You can't teach an old point, dog new tricks. Wait, how do you do that with the Xbox? <laughs> Ain't no going back. Like the Nintendo, I can understand, but the Xbox One, that one's a little tough. Whoa. Trying to play Fallout. What can I say? Skills. <laughs> That's tough. It's all, it's all, it's all. His we're all drinking milk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's that Pat's fingers there. have five knuckles. <laughs> it's one of those weird things. It's like a full wrap around. 
You know what? Sorry. Hey, man. I'm all about that five knuckle shuffle when I play. Who said that? Whoa, nice. wait a minute. Damn. <laughs> okay. That was for meth, yo. Yeah. I liked it. Taught me everything I know. I know. We've gone down a dark <laughs> path on what I thought. Okay, anyway. That's why gonna... we need Capcom. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we teach young adolescents. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm for some it. of this. The real thing that bugs me here is it's kind of creating a stigma of, well, you know, this company does ultimate evil because their genre is so-and-so and body. Yeah, we don't want to support that, but we're perfectly okay with this on the side. Capcom is a game company. Okay, why are you getting involved in, essentially, uh, businesses for moral purposes? This is not where I'm going for my uh, mentorship and my role models. And yeah, whatnot. you shouldn't mix the two. I just want to go and have a good time, play these games. And, you know, if I'm a professional gamer or if I'm just a, a gamer who's on a team, you know, I probably don't have, like, you know, millions of dollars in resources and things. And to, uh, I was going to say support my habit, but to um, fund my hobby, uh, a company gives me a little bit of, you know, dolo on the side here, and I can actually, I can afford to do this and still live a normal life. And if that company happens to also, you know, be, uh, be slinging a few dollars to, to damn, who's a popular porn star? I'm out of touch. I, uh, I was, was going to say, like, James uh, Dean, that's a bad situation. Yeah, that, no, that's, a, that's <laughs> you know? not one you want to go with. Well, He's back now, though. I'm, 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 I'm actually almost happy to say I don't know who the top modern porn stars are right now. Just candy right there. Th there you go. Cool. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Just take something sweet and take, Wait, something, take something sweet and name a flower. No, 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 yeah. 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 The thing is, I know like five, and I'm not saying anything. Like, who's a popular porn star? I'm like, uh, uh, so there's candy sucks, like drifting off uh, from from uh, Grand Theft Auto three. Yeah, and um. <laughs> And, that's uh, the one. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's that one I really John like. Holmes, amateur. That's the person. Right? John Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any, anyways, Dirk because, because porn company. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Dirk Andy sucks and Dirk Diggler, my two favorite go. porn stars. <laughs> Reed Rothschild was that the other guy's name in that one? <laughs> oh, Chess man. Rockwell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dick Slinger. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the? Yeah, oh, sorry, we can go. On the whole uh, yeah, well, of... there was a serious story in here somewhere, but basically, if a team is sponsored by Adult Entertainment, they pretty much get the short end of the stick. Yeah, you were gonna say the shaft, weren't I, you? I really was. <laughs> I was. I caught you myself were. I watched you. You're gonna say, and then like the lips, and then it stops. You should have just said it, bro. I, you should have just. Well, just now, now it's out there, and just, it looks bad. Just commit. But I encourage anyone to follow up on this because I do think there are good points here, but it's also misguided. And until folks chime in, and I mean legitimately chime in, not just well, this is total BS, and then shut down, Ding. but I actually mean, have legitimate opinions and let people know why it might be a problem, why they're doing some good, but maybe overstepping. You know, uh, this is how actual change gets made. And yeah. I think this is a situation where maybe the company is actually trying to do good, but they're overstepping a bit. Kind of like when Larry Flint was trying to do, like, mixed porn and religion. Both good, reasonably on their own things, you know, on a limited basis. But when you mix them, it kind of gets weird, right? Okay, all I'm going to say is crucifix dildo. <laughs> this is a thing that That's exists. That's all? Yeah. <laughs> this is a thing that exists, okay? That's what you get when you mix porn and religion. Is it, is it double-sided? There's different models. It's different models. I'm mad, I'm mad that you know it exists. <laughs> no, it exists. Come, it comes to varying degrees of like. Yeah. I'm talking about actual priest right now. Wait, hold up, Look, hold up, hold up. You can Google soybeans with that safe search off and get the most raunchy. 
Okay, the internet is not a safe and happy place. I typed Rottweiler into a search engine when I was in like grade school when the internet was first coming up, and it was like the nastiest like three minutes of my life I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> in the public library. Yeah. No, I've, I've been there. And yet you you committed to it. Like it's like <laughs> five seconds in, and you were like, "No, I gotta stick this one out." Well, I had to, you know, sit there and explain it to the. You know, teacher over my shoulder. You know, no, what I was trying to research. search for. <laughs> she really loves dogs. Oh, just consensual. Yeah. I'm, 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 you realize I'm, I'm like cutting off the edit for this particular story like ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Right. Um, well, no, okay, no, we've 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 dogged long enough. I think I want to disclose to the people an experience we had over the weekend, Joe. I got to play Clue for the first time in many many years. Not just any Clue though. I got to play the Alien vs. Predator version of Clue. What? Yeah. Brand new game out from Apocaplay. It's Clue, classic Clue like you know. You've got Mr. Body, you've got Colonel Mustard uh, smacking him over the head with so a candle. You could have started stand. there like, I got to play Clue. Yeah. In the study. <laughs> it's hot. I don't know if you heard it. It's called Game of on everybody's lips today, man. Yeah. Clue, it's an old game. It dates back to, what, like 70s, 60s? But it's, yeah, in dire need of an upgrade. And well, they've got did, several right? versions I come to find out. Apocaplay is one of the companies that's um, currently holding the license and releasing various versions. There's the Doctor Who Clue, the Harry Potter Clue. We got to, we got to um, get our hands and try out uh, the upcoming, um, one of my favorite properties, too. Yeah. Alien vs. Predator. Well, I think it's two of my favorite properties, technically. But AVP is a property. <laughs> <laughs> but, mm-hmm. I did like the first movie. Come on now. The first Alien? Alien vs. Predator. Oh, you. Ew, what? I did, man. <laughs> I do a show with you. I watched no, it don't twice. Things. People I watched it twice in theaters. I can't that, 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 Whoa, whoa, you say you watched it twice in theaters? Yep. yep. The first one. Wow. Yeah, I thought man. you had taste, man. I saw it once in theaters, but all these years. No, stop All the garbage you saw over the years, and you're going to. Yeah. You are dismissed, sir. All right, As well, we played the Clue game on a Sunday together. We yeah. did, we did, we did. Um, you know who doesn't who is unfamiliar with the game? Clue is pretty much the game of discovery, puzzle solving, asking questions, basically using logic to eliminate uh, possibilities of who did and did not kill Mr. Body. They've actually removed that aspect in later on um, versions of the game where you're not trying to solve the murder. Someone's gone missing. Or, you know, something's been stolen from the mansion. I think that's to make it maybe more family-friendly. As opposed to, we went to this party and someone got whacked, you know. Been to a lot of those, yeah. They totally hit on making a nice little transition from this murder mystery to this hunt mystery. Yeah, how would you call it? It was, it was very different. Now, if you're familiar with the, with the classic clue, there's, there's the body. And then you have a suspect, you find a suspect, you find the weapon, and you find the location of the crime. Cool. With these new versions, they find ways to make it more appropriate to the subject matter. We played Alien vs. Predator. So we played Predators on the planet trying to find an alien queen to capture alive and bring back and then breed so we can hunt aliens for practice and then go to random planets of, of fleshy, squishy humans and then get killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you just, that, you that just was messed that up. You just messed Brody. that up so much. You gotta, you, you basically, Danny, you're picking a predator, you're picking the weapon, and you're picking where they done it. But Danny Glover was the prime <laughs> suspect. <laughs> and that was the better predator. No one remembers that. Because that movie sucked. That did He's suck. He's about Predator Come on, 2, dude. ladies and gentlemen, which is thankfully not reflected in Alien vs. Predator Clue. There, there's a rule for that. If it doesn't have a minigun, it's not a good Predator movie. You heard what he said? Oh, that's, that's just that's real. Right there. That, yeah. That's correct. That's real. Well, right. I think it sounds If great. it doesn't have Bill Duke shaving without shaving cream, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's That can be there. You can have that rule. <laughs> okay, well. But 
uh, Clue Alien vs Predator. My reactions to this were actually pretty varied because I hadn't played the original Clue in a long time and I familiarized myself with it again before jumping into our game. I liked the changes that they'd made and really trying to be true to the Predator, um, not legacy, well, legacy, but the storyline. You know, the facets of, if you know Predator, you'll find a lot of things in this game where it's like, oh yeah, no, they did that, that's cool. Oh, that's kind of slick. And then in the actual gameplay, almost none of that comes into effect. It's yeah. the backstory. Okay, I, I was cool to call you crazy. It was All cool right, that they well, did yeah. like differentiate between like the Predators and stuff like that. You had each card and it was like a, a Spartan Predator. There was like the ancient one and you yeah. got to see like they were different. You, If you know the movies, mm -hmm. you know that all those are represented there. Yeah. So it was good that way. But yeah, you're but right. During the gameplay that didn't really come into play at all. Which is kind of you a mean? shame because each player has their Predator piece that they pick and they play and that's their unit. And they cover that. It's, I'm the hunter. Okay, cool. Does the hunter have any special moves? Well, he can move twice at one point. Awesome. I'm the Spartan. Cool. Does the Spartan have any special moves? Well, he can move across the map at one point. It's like, okay, how about anything that would tie into what a predator can actually do? That'd be awesome. Maybe yeah, something to help me find the queen. Well, or something. Like, I think you, my beef with this game is just like when you you drew a card, and if you drew like what is it, eight of a certain one, like they like the army just came and killed you. There were yeah, so right, many of those cards, so you were just about to get murked all the time. Like getting, as you're getting Marines, going, you know what I mean? Could have been a good mechanic so, that was very. I don't know. It was kind of uh, slip shot. It, was, it feels like an afterthought. There's essentially two main mechanics that made this uh, aliens versus predator like where they took advantage of the aliens versus predator uh, license. Mm -hmm. And that is with the predators themselves having these special abilities, but you can only use them once in a game. Yes. And the other aspect is drawn from this deck of cards where you go on a hunt if you get a creature. And if you get an, a colonial marine, it adds to this amounting mass of uh, if you draw eight potential of Potential death and game potential ending. Death, everyone yeah. loses. And I think the... So the problem with that particular mechanic is is separate, but uh, they only had those two things to take advantage of the license, which didn't feel like it was enough. And also that combined with the story, the reason why these predators are trying to you know figure out who is going to be killing the alien, it didn't make sense. They didn't. It seemed like a poor adaptation of the story mm -hmm. and trying to make it adapt to how it could fit a clue setting. No, and honestly, I'm not surprised whatsoever. I mean, I'm a Monopoly player. I mean, I played <laughs> like I, I play I played Monopoly oh, with cash one. in college. Like yeah. it was it was stupid. Like <laughs> yeah. we played with real money. It's the dumbest thing ever. Pasco, um, you get shot. Like, <laughs> Pasco, Pasco, you was owing people money or drinks. But like I played so many versions of it that in the end, it just if we just thought to play Monopoly, it's just whatever they just throw or lay whatever theme on it. You just keep it trucking, and that's yeah. really what this clue felt like. They just threw a through the AVP right, theme right, right. on it, and you just kept trucking. That's yeah, really yeah. what it was. It was didn't do its due diligence. It really didn't yeah, do it. Unfortunately. It, it's, so what you're telling me is that they tried to make it more family-friendly by replacing a body with huge monsters from space. Yes. No, Perhaps it just seems like this, this could have been better achieved if they had made the, the kids clean up after Ripley's cat's litter box oh, or something. Okay. <laughs> is that they a were, feature in the, in the game? That's a mystery right there. I think you're not being facetious. You actually hope they have that feature. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, Expansion. Like just slap crap. this on there and just go, they'll buy it. That's how you make money on games. You gotta have That's really what it was. Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt like that. We'll just make it Alien vs. Predator. These guys will like it. They'll buy it. You know what I mean? But I did like the conversation as like the ancient one, like do predators live to old age? Yeah, that was one of the questions that we kind of came because... upon because I don't think any of them die peacefully. No, no. So none of them actually live out 
to potentially what is old. Well, age, the you know, the grizzled one we saw at the end of um, <laughs> at the end of uh, AVP, oh. the first one, uh, the old gray. He's got the gray like in spikes in his in his mask. Yeah, stuff. he was thirty four. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so does this Here's epic battle age. take place in a mansion still? Because that's kind of no. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ballroom, a giant oh. Edwardian okay. mansion. They, they, they did expand it. This all takes yeah. place now on yeah. an island, on a collection of islands, actually. Uh, I believe it's on Earth. The ship lands and the aliens somewhere on the planet. On Ballroom Queen. Island, on Billiards yeah. Island. And you have to... <laughs> it is a cool layout. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, layout was cool. The pieces were die-cast, were die-cast weapons. I did like that. I like the <laughs> color-coded alien, uh, predator pieces that the players choose. And it's not that huge a learning curve. It's just complicated to explain. But once you actually play, it's pretty simple. I, I actually, I like this game. I just wish it had used the uh, Predator, Alien and Predator mythos uh, better. Yeah, sure. and, and there's also one of the core mechanics of drawing those marine cards is kind of flawed in that it, it happens all too often where we, we played twice, right? Two full matches, and both times we overdrew on the marines, and that caused uh, everyone to lose. Yeah, I, I like that because it kept the game going. This did seem like something that could keep going on and on forever and ever if we all weren't ringers like Johnny, who won both games, <laughs> I just want to point out. You charlatan. I didn't win. We lost. We lost, but you were, like, closest yeah. to... Yeah, you actually had, like, the proper guess of uh, of uh, who... It wasn't a guess. Twice. twice. It, it, was, it was a guess, dude. I don't, knew. Don't try to... I knew. Now you got some juju <laughs> hidden in the cup. Anyways, Alien vs. Uh, Clue, Alien vs. Predator version... Believe it or not, I would recommend this. It's not something you're going to play a lot, but definitely something you, if you're a fan of either series, you probably want to play at least a few times. It's kitschy fun, man. I would also suggest adding a couple more of those alien cards, mm. the, the hunt cards and not the marine cards, yeah. adding a few more of those into that deck that you draw from so that you reduce the chances of losing, everyone losing, just just a little bit. You add a couple more in there, and that way everyone has a little bit more time to figure out. Actually know. play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm. and also we all know JM wants to see more human meddlers <laughs> as, you know, cannon fodder. <laughs> all right. All right, so let's get down to... The, the real meat of tonight's show. I want to hear what's going on with the Buffy burlesque and Buffy sing-alongs what? and all good things what? coming from Meph and Awen. Oh, man, so much. Awen, you want to you wanna kick it off? Well, let's see. We have no less than two major Buffy events coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Two. When's the first one? The first one's tomorrow, and it's free. What? Nice. Free? These are what. This is what we do for you. It's true. We love Buffy, and we share it with you. Well, what's this event? I'm on pins and needles here. Oh man. So, what? What is this event? So tomorrow we'll be screening uh, once more with feeling and band candy. That would be the episodes. musical episode and the episode where all of the adults in Sunnydale eat the band candy and turn into teenagers and features amazing things like. Giles as a punk having sex with Buffy's mom. This sounds like a metaphor for LSD. (laughs) One of the teachers, it's alluded to, and you find out later that this teacher is actually supposed to be a stoner, so she actually walks around high. I I somehow missed that when I was 14, so... It's never too late to revisit. That's it's, the beauty of having every episode on Netflix. Oh, that's the beauty of Buffy, mm. man. <laughs> it's got that rewatchability. And, and it's, you know, we, we hosted the last one. We kind of stepped in at the last minute to host the last uh, sing-along at once, a.k.a. Cuisine and Locale uh, in Somerville. And we had a blast. And yeah. since then, people have just been kind of, like, following us, like, in our car when late at night. 
pulling oh. us over, being like, yo, you guys are the Buffy guys. When are you going to do a Buffy thing next? So I'm glad that's where that story turned out. Yeah, see, no, I... <laughs> Always go for the creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Change your expectations. <laughs> anyway, uh, so tomorrow we are, we're doing that, and we'll be there. We will be hosting. And uh, However, also on June 19th, we are bringing back our sold-out show from last year uh, once more with Pasties at the Oberon. Yep. And uh, this year we will have just an absolute dream cast like every time but i'm very very excited to see some of our horror queens from black cat burlesque come and be a part of the show uh buffy's great show for a lot of different reasons but one of the reasons i always liked it is that i'm a huge horror fan so Buffy was classic for that yeah absolutely and so you know horror burlesque is awesome it's my favorite style and Mm -hmm. So this is really an excuse to bring some of the amazing villains from Buffy to the stage, and oh, man. Um, we got some, so many good acts. Yeah, like I don't want to spoil it for you, but like, well, I caught this last time. It was just a great lineup, and you all had representations of uh, of well, for the primary characters, but also mm-hmm. some obscure ones, and really, mm-hmm. really well represented. I I, I think I even uh, grabbed you on the side and said, "Yeah, I'm kind of in love with that one over there," and you were like, "Yeah, she's um, she's not your type." <laughs> and I'm I, like, oh, come on, how do you know? Because I know you're not her type. <laughs> uh, Pat and I have this relationship where we go to a show, and Pat's like, yo, let me introduce her. I'm like, Mm-mm, try again. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the ultimate wingman slash the fail horn from Price is Right. Sorry, dude. <laughs> like, for real, for real. I'm like, mm. no, nah, it's, it's okay. At least someone has my back. Anchor, but I got. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go talk to her. She's, yeah, she doesn't do right. Yeah, sure. Don't, no, don't worry about that stubble. I'm sure it's fine. That's cool. That's what what? My, you're an open-minded dude, Pat. Uh, okay, so tell, okay, so without divulging too many of these secrets that you're holding close to the chest, because I see a paper full of uh, notes right there. So what can we expect to see? My you know? notes literally say, commie friends are hot. So <laughs> Those are some really good notes that you took earlier. <laughs> I took really awesome <laughs> notes in our that, meeting. That's, that's why there's two sets of notes. Yeah. A1 actually has the real notes. I have the ones that have like doodles all over it and says like talk to Pat yeah, about cookies. Got a over there. Okay, yeah. well, um, holy crow, lay it on us. <laughs> so we have some episodes in particular that if you want to rewatch that will definitely be represented. Hush mm-hmm. will be represented in the show. I'm very excited about that. Seeing Red, which is from the bloody ending of season six. It's the Dark Willow trilogy. Dark Willow. Oh, shit gets dark. And then <laughs> we'll have the musical. And yep. there's a an homage to the musical on the show. So mm-hmm. tomorrow is a great chance to brush up on that. Yep. Um, you can come by. And uh, Superstar, School Hard, Lover's Walk. These are some of my favorites. Uh, Gingerbread, hopefully, as well. Um, we're still, you know, the great thing about an independent burlesque like this is that we're able to really just develop new material all the time. So we hire people who I have total faith in. I'm really excited to see what they do with this. And I'm going to use my notes now. And we get to see our hot friends (laughs) dress up like our favorite Buffy characters throughout all of the seasons. We actually have... No, uh, I'm I'm not wearing the Cordelia wig again. I told you. No, that's all right, dude. We got we got a Cordelia. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be seeing Cordelia and Xander yeah. and uh, Buffy and Andrew, the Master. Yeah, you know, uh, it's 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 an amazing show. And this year we're gonna kind of frame it around graduation. Yep, and that's an exclusive geek down. 
That's right. That's an exclusive <laughs> re- reveal here. And we will have live music from, we just did an event called Grass Deans with Boston Hassel. They're Ooh, awesome Boston people. Hassel. I love their events. I love vending them. And there was a band called Blue that was fantastic. So we're, we're having them on the burlesque. Yeah, they were great. They're very excited. They're, like they're a, youngins. They're like <laughs> grungy, shoegazy type of jam. Really uh, good music. They've really got awesome. Yeah, their music's online. You can check it out. I'm yeah. really excited. And they're they, going to do some Buffy covers for And us. they are blue as in the past tense of blow. So that is B-L-E-W. Oh. Not the color. Not like balls. Not like balls. <laughs> well, I mean, it could involve balls past. Tensleys, past tentacles. Okay, we've gone way out of the the realm of actual vocabulary. All right, so that's what I do for you, buddy. I appreciate it. Good looking out. So, (laughs) so folks, slow down on how they can get tickets for this. How they can get involved. Well, you can check it out. Um, We have a link Bitly slash Once More Two. We'll bring you directly to the ticket site. You can check it out. Um, Tickets are eighteen to twenty-five. The floor is already moving very, very, very quickly. There's yeah. only two VIP tickets left. But unlike last year, there's actually tickets available, and I'm here to promote it. So I'm yeah. very excited. <laughs> We're here a little earlier in the cycle. So it's get gonna, your tickets soon. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to go quick. I mean, it went in, what, two weeks last year? Yeah. Yeah. So you should definitely you should definitely get up on that. Yeah. And um, Johnny yeah. Blazes will be in the show. It's just recently in the Rumble. Johnny Blazes and the Pretty Boy. Yeah. Devilisha, who doesn't really do a lot of performing, is an absolutely amazing, phenomenal, like, anchor of the horror burlesque scene and will be in the show. She so. pretty much invented horror burlesque. It's like Elvira and her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, she, she pretty much, like, brought it to Boston. She is literally in books about neo-burlesque and horror burlesque. Like, she's the real deal. And, and always it comes back to, like, you know, why is Buffy relevant? Well, it's things like... Nancy Drew not getting picked up because, yep. mm-hmm. you know, she tests too female. Well, Buffy's a unique uh, character because she actually has the freedom to have a lot of man pain on the show um, and a lot of depth of character, but it's still absolutely a female character. Yep. Gets to be a teenage mm-hmm. girl, too. And yep. there's very few characters like her that have really been brought to the screen since. Oh, very yeah. true. I myself, well, learned a lot about myself as a young man when I watched uh, Angel. Which came from Buffy, and mm-hmm. it was like they had mm-hmm. gun on there. It's like, wow, is a black dude in this universe? Yeah, I got to have that link. When I, when I when I found that, that was what else was up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also, um, you you really can't see Xander get his eye poked out enough. Yeah, poor eye patch Xander. I like how they just made him. They're like, you know what, Xander? We need to make you cool. Let's make you look like Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, no, it worked. Now, when I think hardcore and gangster, I think, yeah, okay. so, yeah. All right, so one more time, you want to give our listeners the uh, the uh, URL. Sure. Can, so for on. tomorrow night, um, it is recommended to pick up tickets, even though they're free. So you need to go to the invite page, um, or you can find, you know, on, on Facebook, look for Once More With Feelings, uh, sing along mm-hmm. at Cuisine on Locale once. And then also it's on CuisineOnLocale.com. Um, and it's also heavy metal, heavy metal pizza night tomorrow night. So, right. so it's like you like know. all of my favorite things are gonna be there. We got <laughs> we got Buffy, we got heavy metal, we got pizza, we got we got once, we got Eowyn. Like those are like it's everything that I like. Like, and then yeah. for our fantastic evening of '90s nostalgia and you know, hot Buff- hot sexy humans cosplaying your favorite Buffy nerds. Yep, and live music. Uh, that's Bitly slash Once More Two. Cool. 
once more spelled... The numeral two. Ah, there you go. See, poignant. Yes, it is the number. All right, so once Not a more string. two. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Um, thank you. Is there a Facebook page or anything I can follow along? Stock. Absolutely. Uh, Just search for once more with pasties on ah. Facebook, and it will come right up. Yeah, it will. Or you could just find. (laughs) You can also follow Holy Crow for more updates of uh, more vending and art and production opportunities that Holy Crow will offer. That is on Facebook or Mm -hmm. at holycrowart.com. All right. So be sure to check out uh, Once More with Feeling at once. Mm -hmm. That's tomorrow. That was a coincidence. And then uh, Once More with Pasties, you said on June 19th? It's Father's Day. We're celebrating... Uh, the patriarchy with the opposite of the patriarchy. Yeah. Ah. So bring your daddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to crowbar in a, a, a who's your daddy joke. It's just not you happening. Don't have to, it's not, it's not, it's don't not have happening. To, don't push it. It speaks don't for itself. All right. My bad. My bad. All right. No, you guys, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Always now, a pleasure. What, what's up? Well, no, I just want to make sure we don't want to change my man over there on the other side of the table because Jay. Don't get jumpy. Don't get nervous. I'm, I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you have something? W E Extreme Rules. Give it to us, brother. <laughs> Doing good, man. Just never heard my name said like that. <laughs> that should be never the last. Again. Never, never again. again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, WWE Extreme Rules was in Newark, New Jersey. So, I mean, props to WWE for putting it out in Newark. Um, it was a great pay per view, man. I, I was highly, highly impressed with this pay per view, man. Like, WWE's been. Sh- been here and there with the pay-per-views this was probably the yep. best i would say i'm gonna highlight three matches for the tag team title intercontinental title and the little specialty match the asylum match i'll start with the tag team title match um with the new day went up against the vaude villains i know i spoke about the vaude villains a couple episodes <laughs> yeah, ago yeah, yeah. wait um, wait wait hold up hold yes. up hold up okay Boy. what mm. the <gasps> is a vaude villain <laughs> <laughs> the vaude villains are tag team whose gimmick is straight vaudeville they wear their wrestling style is straight charlie chaplin yeah. exactly i mean old school wrestler moves where's a single was a one arm andre the giant style singlet okay. it's awesome what they I'm... sold it it trust me watch it you'll be impressed oh they no legit i'm already impressed it. i'm just i'm super super mad that that wasn't me <laughs> Like a really long time, I was actually in a vaudeville duo, like nice. a neo vaudeville duo, where nice. I was like, I wore a tuxedo and I yachted a dod and like paint. <laughs> so now, I want to know when these cats bust out the barbershop because your boys, the new day, come out with trombones and stuff. Do these dudes come out with like a ukulele and they, they got those hats and the striped jackets and they sing some barbershop? Tell me, please, brother. <laughs> no barbershop. Ah, ragtime. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's a the gimmick is amazing. Do they wrestle? Yes, they do. Absolutely. They take the gimmick so seriously that they legit use old school wrestling moves. You're sitting there like, what is this going That's on? Awesome. Like it's at a point where the, you can tell the commentators are struggling to call their moves yeah. because they're just like, I haven't seen this move in forever. So props to them, but it was a it was a really good match. It was one of the but first. Paul Nelson. <laughs> it was one of the few times you see Xavier Woods actually uh, wrestle because for a while usually the New Day defends their tag team titles usually Big E and Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. but this time um, Xavier Woods wrestled instead because you know they get the free bird rule the three guys any combination of the two of the three guys uh, could wrestle so it was a really good match it was the shortest match on the card how, uh, how Spike Dudley got most of his action for real without a doubt Aww. you know I'm right, you know I'm right. props to Spike Spike props to Spike <laughs> So I missed the Fuji every now and then caught the shade of the head. <laughs> For real. Until in uh, Beyond the Mat, when they yes, interviewed Spike. Yes, he was. Yes, he and was. And he's, he's quoting Shakespeare. 
I mean, he was like a sixth grade English teacher, man. Yeah, that dude was brilliant. That dude's yeah. awesome. I love Spike <laughs> Dudley. Lil Spike Dudley. For real. But it was a good tag team match for a short match, but still a good match. Um, next match on the card came really close to stealing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the four-way intercontinental title match between The Miz, Miz. Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. <laughs> just out the box, the way it started was just amazing. Me, bell rings. Sami Zayn hit this big move on Kevin Owens, knocked him out the ring. To the point where like, legit, he sprints across the ring, kicked him in the face. Oh. Boom, the, the halluva kick. Because I can't say hell of a. So they call it halluva kick. Kicked him, knocked him out the ring. To the point where she's like the silence of the auditorium. Just like, wow. He's done for a while. Like, he just knocked this dude out. And all the other wrestlers looking at each other like, okay, where do we go from here? <laughs> Gotta start out with shocking him a little bit. Like, it, was, it was a nice little shocking on the very beginning. Cesaro hit the European uppercut on the Miz and then it was just a great time for like the first like five to ten minutes of uh, Cesaro and Sami Zayn going at it which is a really good pickup for Sami Zayn who El Generico has not been getting the good push <laughs> he should have been getting when he hit the WWE so he's finally getting a good push uh, for those of you who are watching Raw because I caught the first hour before the show Sami Zayn did advance to go into Money in the Bank for the next uh, pay-per-view so props to him so even though he lost yesterday um, he's still getting a big pickup so he'll be in the championship or at least the Money in the Bank match so good for him a little bit of justice a little bit of justice, yeah, little, little justice um, the Miz took it. Um, I was a little mad at first that the Miz kept the belt because, come on, man, Cesaro on, needs yeah, this, yeah, man. Yeah, the dude's an amazing athlete, pound for pound, one of the best this organization has. Give this guy the belt, but I'm just biased, I figured they're probably going to drag it a little bit. I like that dude because he's just like, he's, he's, he's <laughs> you like his the, real world story. He, that's what you like. Worse. I do, I do, <laughs> but he's also garbage. He is, he is the real world Johnny Cage. He can't like wrestle, though, bro. He can't, dude. He, he, can't. Is, he is one split punch away from being Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> he's actually. <laughs> Like three or four split kicks away from being John Gladwell. He really is. I was bad that the Miz took it, but I'm like, you know, the match was so good. I take it. I I eat it because the match was that good. It was a really good match. And finally, this asylum match um, with Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose. All it really is is a brand new match. All it really is legit cage match that on the top of the cage are weapons. That's really what it is. Nothing more, nothing less. So you can't escape the cage. You can't open the door. You're legit locked in the cage. You scale to the top, grab weapons, bring them down. You start scrapping. The match dragged on for a little bit. It wasn't great until the very end where... You pulled uh, out the minigun? I know, right? Because <laughs> you're an AVP without it. <laughs> um... That Ambrose went, got some thumbtacks, threw him on the ground. This Yo, is after he. This is after he was whooping Jericho. So he beat Jericho up with the with the leather strap. So Jericho's back was all busted up already, and then he just dropped Jericho on it, and Jericho was just. Bleeding. Wasn't a lot of color, but it was a good enough color uh, for some thumbtacks. You get hit with two tacks, you're done. That's it. That's but it was me. a wrap. I'll buy two by fours, whole nine yards. Um, <laughs> it was funny because earlier in the match, Ambrose grabs a, um, a broom. Uh, for some, I mean, a mop. For some reason, it was a mop and a bucket up there. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah, for real. He grabs, he grabs the mop, but he pulls it down. He like jams Jericho in the ear. And they're like, he hit him in the ear. He hit him in the ear. He took him out. I don't know if he could hear. It was like, what? Uh, he but, needs his ear to wrestle. <laughs> like, exactly. Again, you can't y'all. hear him. <laughs> so honestly, when the match was going on, it was dragging a little bit. But when Jericho got color, it was just amazing. Like, it went out well. And props to Jericho for taking the hit. Because Jericho, for 
all intents and purposes, he's in the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. And all he's really doing is putting over guys. But and he's, he's doing a really good guy. That. He's always done that. You know what I mean? That was always mm-hmm. his stick. And, like, and he'll do whatever fair. he has to do. He knows He knows how to sell it. And he show. sells it so well. He really does. So well. Yeah. To be fair, he's been carrying it like a lot of that for, for years. Like, he's, well, he's, 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 he's what, the one 20 years. He's the one who tried to put Goldberg over way back in the day when Goldberg was just being a bum. You know what I mean? And just tried to come out and just beat everyone real quick. And before Goldberg was starring in The Longest Yard and Jericho was starring in Sharknado 3. <laughs> One of those is better than the others. I don't know what you mean. Well, hey, man, you're right. You're right. No, Adam Willis wholeheartedly endorses Sharknado 3. Let's not forget <laughs> how, how, how it goes on this show. So I got a little bit of time left as I'm looking on here. I'm looking at my watch. I don't got too much time, but I just want to quickly um, throw out there the championship match. Um, AJ Styles sort of begins Roman Reigns. Listen, man. Um, I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns either, but jeez, man, these fools in Jersey, they let that guy have it. Like, they hate him with a passion. It's not like, boo, you're a bad guy, boo. It's, we hate you. Like, them jokers still chant, you can't wrestle, you still suck. He did this great spot with AJ Styles where he bat body dropped him over a table into the announce table. It was a great spot. As opposed to just saying, holy, you know, expletive or whatever, yeah. kid-friendly show. As they would normally chant, they chant, you still suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you got to be kidding me, bro. Yes. Like, haters. Like, you know, haters uh, too. Like, I love that. He's putting his all on the line, bro. Like, he is pulling spots out of nowhere. And it's That's not a, even his fault. It's not yeah, even his fault. They're just like, you still suck. That's some, like, like ECW Philly stuff it, right there. Really That's what that is. was. Like, it really like, is. But imagine, imagine caring that much about wrestling. You have your kid there, and it's like you and you're like your two 14 year old boys, like, ah! like just foaming at the mouth, crazy exactly, about this exactly. guy having the championship. I was like, Man, it was yeah, a time we all played WWF yeah. WrestleMania on NES. So. Yeah, I've been to it too, but like, we've been yeah. there, These man. guys are savage. They're savage. They're savage, man. Like, I mean, even even with ECW, ECW would do that when you when you blatantly screwed up, when you were just a crummy yeah. dude, but ECW elite friends would at least give you due when you pulled off a good move. Yeah, yeah no, no, they, least, I mean, they yeah, gave this yeah. guy no love off the moves Barry he pulled. Him. It's just like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this dude. I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of Roman Reigns either, but give the guy his due <laughs> when he's putting it all out there. Yeah. Give him his due, but nah, nope. They're just upset because he's Nothing. not Kyle Drago, man. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta send him back like The Rock, you know what I mean? And have him turn heel and do something. For real. Yeah. So, Reigns, Reigns kept the belt. I mean, of course you should expect that the... Um, they ain't calling them that now, but damn it, they're the Bullet Club. Soon as they, hopefully they finally call them the Bullet Club because that's what they are. The Bullet Club came out, try to help out AJ Styles. The Usos came out, try to help out Roman Reigns, blah, blah, blah. You kind of figured that out if you're following the storyline. But the shocker of the night is the return of the champ. Seth Rollins came back yeah. after Reigns won the belt, held it in the air. Rollins came out of nowhere. Had agreed him, and it was just a wrap. And of course, the <laughs> roof blew off the, the top, blew off the roof of the yeah. place, man, because it was just so happy to see um, Rollins back because his injury healed relatively quicker than yeah. we would expect. Yeah, he and blew it was out just his awesome. knee serious. Too, it was real bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the guy was stripped of his belt because he blew his knee. He was a great heel, had a really good heel run, and yeah, he's back, and it's great. And of course, this morning, um, this afternoon, or this evening on Raw, he came out, and they had the match already scheduled for the next pay per view for Reigns to defend the belt against. Um, Against Rollins at um and Money in the Bank, so it's awesome. Definitely looking forward to see it. Definitely. Oh yeah, and I just got another text right now. Enzo Amore is coming back on um, Monday Night Raw after his horrible concussion. Um, you saw a couple weeks back. I think I mentioned it before. Um, that Enzo Amore took a really bad bump and was just y'all. I mean, those who see the Dude, sorry, he was out on his feet. Concussions like, aren't a big deal. 
actually. <laughs> I don't know if you heard what the NFL was trying to do. The concussions aren't a big, a big Just thing. Just walk it off. Put yeah. some dirt on it. Yeah, you're fine. Put some dirt on it. Take an ass. Take an ass, Brent, you're good. There, it's not. Pull you're fine, right? the head to be you're fine. So I know we got a couple minutes left. I'm going to wrap up. Tell the Great prep of you. You're going to make Jada hate our show, man. Come on. We need all the love we can get for this show. <laughs> Overall, see this pay-per-view. Like, this was great. Great pay-per-view, man. WWE has been, like I say, shoddy with their pay-per-views, but this one was great. See it. See it. Cool. There it is. Uh, cool. You heard the man. Get out there. What are you waiting for? Uh, <laughs> all right. And we are nearing the end of our show. We're going to close out with uh, some less than happy news, but can I assume that most of us grew up uh, as metalheads at some point? I hate metal. Oh, uh, well, of course. Someone's <laughs> can't stand this I've stuff. I've never been in a metal right. band. No. Mm, all right. <laughs> all right. We'll look, look around here. Adam? Sure, man. Yeah. All right. Holy Crow? Oh, yeah. All right. Meph? Yeah, you know how I feel. Meph or Smith? All right. Of course. Okay. All right. Johnny? Yes. Cool. All right. And for some and for some of us, that actually is like you know something out there because we're black. You You're have black? Some, I know, right? You it or not. I fooled him for so many years. <laughs> Uh, but no, some of us do have a personal attachment, and um, just recently, former Megadeth drummer uh, Nick Menza mm-hmm. passed away at age 51. Jesus. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Menza actually collapsed during uh, the third song of his band OHM set. Mm-hmm. So, like, mid-set, mid-song, this dude just, like, you know, keeled over, dead behind the drum set. Um, early reports indicate that he suffered a massive heart attack and was pronounced dead on arrival. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, is known mostly for, like, his musicianship. Uh... And, oh, yeah. Oh, and also, oh, yeah. But also uh, the tumultuous relationship with uh, Dave Mustaine. Who doesn't have a tumultuous relationship with Dave Mustaine? Her mentality is good. Dude's nuts. He's, he's a volatile dude. See, now that's the, th- that's the thing. I didn't know Megadeth all like yeah, that. Yeah, but back I then. need I my, up... you know, the head of the metal band to be crazy. To, to nah, like punch nah. somebody else out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay. No, nah, dude. That. The Henry, band? Henry, Henry Rollins, well, okay, that's not metal. But I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna. Oh no, Henry Rollins is the, dude. the man. But I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, was investing in stocks and stuff while getting uh, <laughs> cups of urine thrown on him at shows. <laughs> you know, like, like this dude, this dude still had his head in the game. But now, nah, Mustaine is is like, his, is just like notoriously volatile. He's that, that dude's mm-hmm. bat stuff crazy. That's fine. I'm yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, but known for those, and also known for being a musical legacy. Uh, Menz's father uh, was the uh, primary saxophone player for Henry Man- Henry Mancini. Wait, the, 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 Yep. Uh, he, 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 he's the saxophone player on the, he's the one that played that famous uh, Pink Panther theme song. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, no, some, some, some slick stuff, and you don't think of that as related uh. to the metal. You know, like, it's good to find these little cool tidbits about people, even, unfortunately, mm-hmm. if it's after they pass. But, uh, excuse me, I've got to stop eating cookies on the air because I got gas. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm being truthful with the people. Adam's uh, painted me as a liar. i got to be real. What? Yeah, you, you, you remember how we started the show, baby. All you right. know what you said. <laughs> well, you know anyway, um, in a final show of respect uh, during Megabe- Megadeth's show, uh, just following um, uh, Mensa's passing, uh, performing at the uh, at the Rock and Derby uh, out west. I actually didn't get the exact location. Um, Mustaine, Dave Mustaine, uh, asked for a moment of silence in tribute to his friend, just you know, pay some uh, respect, and then he closed the show with the final goodbye. You know, held his hands to the sky and said, you know, I love you, buddy. I won't miss you. Yeah. I just think of Bill and Ted's bogus journey. He's like, dude, when I die, you can have my Megadeth collection. Dude, we're already dead. Guess it's yours, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. That's just about the best way I could put it anyway. Adam. Adam. Yep. When I die... You can have my Richard Cheese collection. <laughs> oh, man. I've been vying for that for years. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam, you know what? You know what? Meph is right. This man has seen me naked. 
So I, I, I cannot, I cannot hate. All right. All right. Fair. All right. So this has been the kick down. <laughs> Ending on that note, uh, <laughs> I want to thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to us on WEMFRadio.com. You can catch us here every Monday night, 9 p.m., and other rebroadcasts like that there. And also want to remind you all to check out Once More with Feeling At. Cuisine on Locale. Mm-hmm. One, correct me if I'm wrong, 156 Somerville Ave. Uh, that that sounds, that about, sounds right. about right. It's next to the Dunkin' Donuts, it's so you ne- can't miss it. You can't say next to the Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts. That'd be like one of it's next, three thousand nine hundred. It's a block. Nations. It's a block away from Highland Kitchen. Okay. Uh, yeah. And also uh, sign on to Bitly slash Once More Two. That's right. Numeral Two. Numeral Two. Online to get the lowdown on Once More with Pasties. Which is going to be fantastic. And every seat in the house is amazing. It will only be bad if you miss the show. I'm looking forward. I'm already semi there. All right. And want to thank you all for listening here on WEMF Radio. And if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, so, you know, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Or check us out right on the site at www.geekdownradio.com. Dash down.com. And until next week, you can check us out here on WMFRadio.com and tune in next week, next Monday night, 9 p.m. Same bad time, same bad channel. I'm going to look around. The, wait, Herb, what are you doing over there, man? He's pulling a fast one. But I want to thank my homeboy, Adam Willis. Yes, sir. want to thank JM. Peace, brother. want to thank Just Johnny. You. want to thank Herbie Herb. My man. All right. want to thank Meth. want to thank Holy Crow. <laughs> and want to remind you all until next week be excellent to each other. Peace. Right. Peace. Party on, dudes.